more to tell you. Oh, Delicious, professional wrestler extraordinaire. You will never ever forget the time you got some VD. The Molin Things podcast of Rambling Ram Randomness. What? There'll be some editing later. I just don't understand how those two actions got put together. And it is episode 113 or season 2, episode 13. Mullen Zane's podcast, Grandpa Randomness. It is two days before Easter as of this recording. Jesus has not come back. I don't think he will. Not with the Rona. You don't want to catch the Rona. <laughs> I should make one of them. See, how are you today, Mo Frere? I am El Zane. That's Mole. <laughs> this is Zane's this is Mole and Zane's podcast of Rambling How, Randomness. However you want to say it. <sighs> Here we are, in our secluded location, <laughs> deep in the mountain pass of Middle Earth. That's right. You know what today is? Hobbit Day? No. Oh, what is today? Well, today is supposed to be the Awakening. Oh, that is right. The Good Friday. But, uh, it's not so it was good. snowing this morning, it was. so there was a storm. We have gotten it's pretty three, windy out. We've gotten three seasons today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the sun's shining now. Windy as shit, though. It is. No. Is I don't understand this weather. I don't know. We live like, in Monday, I was, like, laying on a rock down by a uh, <laughs> waterfall, just, like, soaking Word. up the sunshine. I was, I was sleeping fishing. on some moss. Word. Now I'm like, I gotta put on the car hard and <laughs> go get some wood. I'm sick of getting wood. We're sitting in the back cave with hoodies on, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I turned the heat on. Uh. Maybe I didn't turn all the heat on. I, I plugged the heat in. He plugged in the heat. <laughs> it's not bad though. I got no. I got two heaters on. All right, yeah, it's not bad in here actually. It really wasn't. I was expecting it to be a little bit colder when I walked in, but uh, yeah, definitely wasn't. It was nice. So uh, today, today, why don't you tell everybody what today is? Oh, today we are diving into the world of isolation. We are seclusion, space madness, loneliness. Just, just flat out suckiness. Just, <laughs> I don't like being stuck. Then again, I'm a, I like being home by myself, but I don't like being told I have to be there. That's my main problem. Well, I I like following the rules. I just don't think that they apply to me. That that that's my that's, main thing. That's, that's my that's, that is my mo. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, follow the rules, but. But, Not me. But no. I don't have to. <laughs> don't you know I am El Zane? El Zane. You know, for all the setting up of the Twitter, uh-huh. I haven't even looked at it once. Really? Nope. I've, I still look at yours. I, I make sure I take a look at my WW1GNA yes. every day. Yes. You know, and you know, look at whatever's on, on the, the stream <laughs> of, of, uh, of yours, of ours, of ours, whatever it is. It's there. Um, but did you pre-order the big fight this weekend? The big fight? There's no, a big fight. No. You know, with the Great Awakening upon us, this has been uh, 
They've been promoting this one for a millennia now. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you know, in the red corner, they got uh, they got the Benedict Arnold of Angels. Oh, no. The mouth of the deep, deep south. <laughs> the Lord of Darkness. Big Red Machine. <laughs> Principle of Punishment. Your <laughs> Highness of Hades. Oh, you, that's right. You mean Saddam Hussein's boyfriend? <laughs> that was whose name we shall not speak. Oh, no. The Tom Hanks of the Underworld. The Tom Hanks of the Underworld. <laughs> we got Satan. He's coming. I, I, I've been hearing nothing, but 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 it's 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 oh, right around the corner. I don't know, man. He sounds like the fun one, fucking orgies and fucking not listening to people. I don't know, man. Non subservience. Got in the blue corner. Oh. You know. got God's prodigal son, <laughs> the people's real champ, the dove from above, the carpenter. Of Mesopotamia. <laughs> the immaculate miracle of the midway. He was crucified, bonafide, and glorified. <laughs> for our sins. He's the goat of the garden. <laughs> the king of the cross. <laughs> you got Jesus. Or Jesus. If you're not. Anyway. See, now, now this ain't a fair fight. No. You know, because you know, you know who's been training Jesus? Who's been training Jesus? You know... That he's got some straight OGs in his corner. Word? He's got that bunny. The one that they said can come out this weekend. Oh, the bunny. You know, he is uh, he's supposed prepared. Be, supposed to be making that appearance on Sunday. Yep. He'll be riding in cars. He'll be hiding them baskets. But he's quick. Have you, have you seen his thumb? I have. He's, he's, dude's good, man. And he's got Trump. You know, you can't beat the greatest. I have the greatest of all time. This is the best holiday. I'm sharing it with Jesus. This is my day. This is Trump day. Fuck the rabbit. Shit, man. He even got Bernie Sanders to lay down arms. Paving the way for Joe Biden. Now we got pedophile Joe. What's good? Sleep time, Joe. Hair, hair sniffy Joe. What's good? <laughs> Poor Satan in his corner, man. He's only got that one trick pony. He's got that Hitler that's been trading him for oh, years. I don't think Hitler's been in fucking... I don't think Hitler was there. <laughs> I think Hitler was somewhere in the middle. Satan was like, I don't want you, motherfucker. I don't discriminate down here. <laughs> <laughs> but the one thing that might give Satan the edge this year mm. is he's been training at the Clinton compound. Oh, shit. You know? Oh, shit. Killery? Oh, she's gonna knock him. Oh, fuck. They're the dirtiest players in the they, game. They are, man. This is awesome. <laughs> I'll tell the people where we can be found. They can find us at www.digitalzoneent.com. That is www.digitalzoneent.com. You can find us on the Twitter box at digitalzoneent. Same with the Instagrams. You can find us on anchor.fm, iTunes.com, iHeartRadio.com, Spotify.com, wherever the fuck else you get your podcast, Podcorn. Just search Molin Zane. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube and channel. Obey. That's right. Search Digital Zone Entertainment, and you can like, share, and subscribe there. Please be sure to click that damn bell for notifications on new shit. And Mon Frere, where can they find us on the Book of Faces? Facebook. That's the one. Let's go to DZent today. Oh, let's do that. D-Z-E-N-T, because it's a lot shorter. It is. I mean, let, you know, I'm, I'm quite sure if you just type in Molin Zane, you'll find that page too. But, DZent. There's a couple new things on there, I Actually, think. Actually, no, no, no really nothing really major. No. All right, go go to the mole and Zane. Let's go. Let's, let's go, go to the mole. And sometimes Zane's I forget. Podcast of rambling randomness. No, 
there is a couple new things going on there. I know that. Let me see. 16 hours ago, Mole posted, who you got for your Survivor Series <laughs> team out of these Legends of the Ring? I actually did see this. Um, Like like my man Todd here, I only yeah. honestly know the Repo Man. You only know the Repo Man? I remember this guy, but I don't remember Bastion his name. Bastion Booger. That's yeah. I said, the Booger Man got it's gonna stick it to you. The Booger Man gonna stick it to you. All right, and I'll go from top top to bottom. We got Damian Demento, top left. We got the uh the 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 oh, looks God. like Shao Kahn. He was like uh the, the the mime or the magician or some shit like that, whatever he was, but he was like a mime and he threw like stuff in the middle. Then you got Battle Cat, who wasn't around that long. Then you got Mantar, middle left, you got the red That's rooster. Mantar? Yep. You got without the, the, without yeah, the, big, without the big thing. You got Red Rooster Terry Taylor in the middle. You got the Conan version of fucking goddamn uh, 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 the, the Max Moon. Then you got Bastion Booger. You got T.L. Hopper. And then you got the Repo, Repo Man. Yeah, Repo Man. Cool A.K.A. Music. Smash of Demolition. He had a damn good theme song. And he also got fired from WCW for that goddamn big truck brawl there with goddamn Dustin Rhodes. With the, the when he was a blacktop bully. Such a horrible match. <laughs> the only reason they got fired is because they bladed. Like, seriously? <laughs> they had to do something to make that fucking match interesting. Otherwise, it was just them falling all over the place every time the truck moved or hit a bump. <laughs> anyway. That's that. That's, That's that? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, there's a, there's a couple other things in there, but I think you have a search for some reason. It's not really... Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, I know there was something else with Lisa Coulter. She's doing some more live stuff on uh, Facebook, and uh, <clears throat> there's uh, a couple things going on, but I, I can't, honestly can't remember offhand. But uh, if you want to check it out, there's some more slop drop stuff updates and uh, other some other stuff around the digital zone. But uh, yeah, so um, that's about it for the Facebook page today. Let's go check it out. I'll, I'll try to update some shit today. What do you, what do you say? Yeah, yeah, I'm a terrible. I, I've as much as I realize that I'm a, I am I am a people person, I have actually drawn further away from social right? media than even normal. Exactly. I also like uh, I've been working most days, you know, not like real work. I I got got some stuff done. I learned I learned laminate flooring yesterday. Really? Yeah, yeah. I went down to the old man's house and and he was laying some laying, laying some, some laminate. Uh, yeah, some of that some floating laminate floor. So hmm. I was I was hooking and and putting it in and. After nice. about a couple hours, I actually started to get used to it and figured out you know, I don't know how to get it in nice and tight, and oh, yeah, it was looking pretty good. Nice. It's always fun. Yeah. Learning a new skill. Yeah. Oh, yeah, did you see the Friends theme along with the Inner Circle? Come on, that shit is funny as hell. No, I haven't. It's even better with the music on. Is it the Friends song? Yeah, it's literally the theme Friends. song. I figured it would be. Well, I'm not playing know. that. No. Zane will be really stuck in my head for a fucking year. Yeah, it's just gonna, you'll just hear the friend <laughs> song. You won't see any of this, so. Now just picture the inner circle clips flashing through. There you go. But, uh, yeah, so, anything you want to talk about before we get into our first song? Isolation. About isolation and being alone and, you know. How are you gonna fight it off? How are you gonna fight off the space madness? <laughs> the beaver fever? <laughs> The mean. Woo, Gene. Woo! Quarantine. <laughs> you know? This is how we do it. We get together once a week. I think we're only about three feet apart here. At the most. Yep. Still, it's enough social distance for us. We're cool. Yeah. 
We're not coughing on each other or smacking each other. In you face. know, surprisingly, I have like felt like health wise better for for this season. I haven't had the sniffles. I you know the aches, the pains. I have been in darn good physical health right throughout this whole thing. You know, knock I, on honestly, wood. Uh, dude, I honestly, do you ever do you notice lately though? And this is straight up just noticing. This isn't anything I'm thinking like is real, maybe, but just me noticing. Nobody's dying of anything normal nowadays. It's all the Rona. <laughs> what the fuck is every? Why is everybody dying? Well, that's, complications that, that ain't of the right. Rona? No, no, no. Because the gambler died a couple weeks ago. Complications of the Rona. They no, said. he had nothing to do with the Rona. The flu. Oh, no, Kenny it wasn't Rogers. the flu. Kenny Rogers. The, yeah, yeah, no. Who, who the fuck do you think I was talking? The gambler. About? The gambler. The gambler. Yeah. Just the gambler. No, I don't fucking. <laughs> I'm just saying. Gotta argue with me. I'm. Not, I'm just saying. I've noticed that everybody's dying of the complications of the Ronas with underlying health conditions. Right. Allegedly. But there's also some people that were perfectly healthy dying of the Ronas. You know, I also heard of two guys fucking an ostrich. Allegedly. Allegedly. I know of some bitch that uh, allegedly fed her husband to a tiger. Oh, I, I got a story about that. Damn bitch, Carol Baskin. Yeah. The rumors are true. I heard. The rumors but you know are what true. isn't true? That, 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 that Joe, there'll be a second coming. That Joe Exotic sang his songs. No, he did not. No, he did not. I found that out too. Yes. I don't know how I missed that when I actually watched The Tiger King. Mm. But he didn't sing any of those songs. Not a lick. Not one. Which made a lot of sense to me, because when I heard him sing and when I heard him talk, I was like, there's, there's no, no way. fucking way that that's, that's that his Millie voice. Vanilli syndrome. But like, I really thought, talk, I was like, man, the guy could sing. Yeah. That's, that's but he really could. No. That's literally what Millie Vanilli did, though. They were, had some really big guy with some belting fucking vocals, and they were just in there, hi, my name is Millie, and this is Vanilli. Yeah, so why don't we play a song here, Let's and I'll come this. back with the rumors of, uh, they're cashing in on Tiger King. Oh, I know, man. That, it's all over the there, place. There's going to be a sequel. Oh, is there? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Jeff, Jeff Lowell there, man. You know, oh, that skeevy bastard. You know, Trump might be fucking letting him out. That's what I heard. <laughs> but uh, let's just say uh, that's all rumors and speculation. All right, let's get to our first song. This is the king of uh, rock, folk, country music, John Fogarty and Creedence Clearwater Revival. This is do-do-do-do-do-do looking out my back door.
All right, Zane Exotic, what do we got going on? <laughs> who was that? Who, who was that band again? Huh? That was that was John Fogarty in the Credence Clearwater Revival, sitting on the back door, taking that LSD, shooting hair on. At the same time? At the same time. That seems difficult. Seeing dinosaur victrolas and listening know. to Buck Owens at the same time. Buck Owens is the hot dog song, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, well, this is from BuzzFeed. Just announced yesterday, the rumors are true. There's officially a new Tiger King special coming to Netflix. Mark your calendars for Sunday. Sunday? Sunday! Sunday! Really? That's pretty quick. That means they already had that fucker in the can. <laughs> they had more footage of this guy than I had ever imagined. Yep. Last week, Jeff Lowell... Oh, this came from BuzzFeed, if I didn't mention that. Okay. Jeff Lowell, the dipshit of dirtbags, <laughs> announces in a cameo that there would be one more Tiger King episode coming soon. Oh, Is this the one where he gets fucking busted? Because he should. He should. If he hasn't been busted for something else yeah, already. Yeah, I don't know the whole like after story of that, so hopefully... All right, so what does it say here? It says, so our friends listening to the podcast after last week, da-da-da. This came after a week tweet-out video. Joe Exotic was interviewed from prison on March 22nd. Here's what he told us. Ooh. When I walk out of here, am I going to be as crazy as I was before? That will never change. <laughs> <laughs> asked him four questions what it's like seeing the show get popular <laughs> you know it would be nice if i could actually see me being famous out there but I'm, i've seen these same four walls for a year and a half now what's something you want tiger king Go fans to know with your animal for a week i mean when i left the zoo and i sent my chimpanzees to the sanctuary in florida and imagine what my chimpanzees went through for 18 years uh I'm, I'm ashamed of myself. How are things with you and your husband, Dylan? Short of time as, as I was married uh, to Dylan, and, and still married to Dylan, you know, eight months before I got arrested for all this, uh, it's been a year and a half of sleeping in a car and going from couch to couch and house to house, and I, I can't thank my husband enough for standing beside me. What message would you send to the fans of the show? I'm done with the, the Carol Baskin saga. Uh, it's now time to turn the tables and, and Joe get out of jail, uh, a free man, and exonerated from all these charges. Done. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. So it's coming. It's coming down. Man, down. what a whirlwind this is taken now. Honestly, I don't care that if there was a virus that kept us all, you know, away from people and more on your couch than ever. This shit would have had you either it way. It would have. I, I really this did not want to watch it. exploded more than goddamn Stranger Things did back I, I, in the day. I, I didn't want to watch it because everybody else was, and they were saying, you know, you got to watch it, and I'm usually way against that. But this time I was like, all right, there's something about him. I got to watch it. Got past the first episode. It was kind of garbage. But then the second one got me hooked, and that was it. And then, you know, so keep an eye out for... uh Tiger King 2 Electric Boogaloo, or whatever the fuck they're going to call it. <laughs> Carol Baskin will not be involved. No? Oh, no, I'm pretty that sure that, yeah, honestly, she will, after probably seeing this, uh, the, the whole documentary, there, she was like, oh, 
oh, it made me out to look like a crazy bitch. Oh, wait, oh, you wait. is a crazy oh. bitch. <laughs> She's like, oh, why am I talking to myself? I am a crazy bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. And, That's some and, picture right there. Well, they, they dressed up uh, Joel McNeil, <laughs> featured for the brand new interviews yeah. with a couple people. I don't know any of them, but... uh. Yep, it will premiere on on Easter, yep. on the 12th. On Easter, on the 12th. Yep. You know what we'll be doing. Yep. Hell yeah. Hell I, 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 I've I almost turned this thing back on to watch it again. Word. And I don't watch things twice. Yeah. Very rarely. I might have to watch the whole thing from the beginning first, and then, yeah. I'll have to get the old lady into it. So. T-shirts? 80stees.com. What about them? Promo codes, digital zone, get 10% off for your uppers. Have you talked to Kevin? I haven't talked to Kevin. You know why? Because of this coronas. He won't answer his phone, Kevin. Answer I don't know phone. his number anymore. You can't get the Ronas off the phone, Kevin. You can't I mean to follow him on the Twitter, but I'm lazy and haven't done that. <laughs> I mean to so, ask ask Kevin about getting that 11%. That's right. We need that one the extra percent. They demand it. 11%. No. You still say free worldwide shipping, Kevin. That's cool yeah, and all. That is cool. But it ain't nothing until we get that 11%. It's got to be the 11%. I don't want nothing else. Our fans deserve that, yep. Kevin. 11. So, until then. There he is. He wears a Rocky shirt. Oh, I wonder if that's off of ADCs.com. Of course it is. Of course that is. I hope he would you know, be respectful enough to rock his own gear. I would rock his gear too. I would too. Problem is, it's like forty dollars. I, I ain't making that cash money, Kevin. Thirty-six dollars with the discount. Or thirty-four. I'm sorry, my fault. For a forty-dollar T-shirt. I want to get me that Motley Crue shirt, that World Tour, 1986. Oh, dude, I'd get that. Frankie wanna... says, "Relax." Yeah. When he give it the butt, because that's what the Frankie "Relax, Don't Do It" song is all about. When you want to come. That Van Halen, that Skid Row, that ACDC, oh. Pink Floyd, Motley Crue, Duran Duran. I love this Duran, Duran Duran. Hungry Like the Wolf was my jam. Bad Moon Rising, some credence. We just listened to them, I think. Yeah, yes. Elvis. <gasps> Man, we got, wow. we got some throwbacks here. I'd wear every one of them. I'd wear this Master of Puppets Metallica. I'd have to cut the sleeves off. Hell and yeah. And, and the, uh, and the neck. I don't know why I'd do that, but I, I would do I it. I would do it. That's the way we did it back then. That's why. We get all tattered. I still wear my shit all tattered up. I don't give a fuck. Shit's cost too much for a face. I'll sell them every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> I still got shirts from like fucking 2000, I think. <laughs> Good 20 years ago, I think. Yeah. Damn. It's all about hairspray, oh, spandex, yeah. rock and roll. The mullet. Rock and roll. They got... 1,398 products of 80s music t-shirts. Oh, it's because there was that many bands in the 80s. This is, I think one each has a t-shirt, right? We got Thompson Twins. We got fucking, like, goddamn uh, 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 The Cure. We got uh, 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 The Knack. We got uh, 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 Frankie Goes to Hollywood with Relax. We already said that one. We got uh, Katrina and the Waves. Wasn't that more than the 70s? No, that really? was Walking on Sunshine. That was 1983 ish, I think. Really? Yeah. I thought that song was earlier. No. Um, that new edition? Fucking new edition. Mr. Telephone Man. I don't like no 
man. <laughs> I like them at all. Oh, so 80stees.com. Get them for your uppers. That's where you Promo wear them. Code digital zone. You can wear them on your bottoms if you're, you know, in an emergency. You don't have to wear them at all. No, you can just hang them. Yeah. Frame them. Is that much money? You <laughs> you don't want to get that shit ruined. All I'm just saying, you know, got to keep it pristine. Promo code digital zone. 80stees.com. Get them up. All right. Let's get to rocking this isolation station. Yeah, man. Oh, I got a shit, man. Yeah, I was looking up your song to put it on the wonderful Mole and Zane's podcast of Rambling Randomness playlist. Oh. It is, it is so up random. there. 395 songs. <laughs> and climbing. Just over a full day of music. That's right. It's got one follower. That follower is me. Zane. <laughs> <laughs> Now, don't be distracted by the picture of nothing but Disney songs, because that's when I started it, and I can't change this picture. We can't help that the first couple episodes, or the first episode was like Disney music and shit. Actually, I can change the picture if I wanted to. But why? But, yeah. (laughs) Why? But why? But why, indeed. You know? Who doesn't want to look at the Little Mermaid? I tell you, 395 songs of complete randomness. Fuck yeah, dude. And the latest six will be about your good friend and mine. Isolation. Oh, isolation. And, uh, now we've George another. Thurgood, he liked to isolate. Oh, he does. Same way I like to drink when I isolated, because I never knew what I'd do. But he hey. drinks alone. Because nobody else.
I got invited to a party, but I stayed home instead. Just me and my pal Johnny Walker and his brothers black and red, and we drank alone. Yeah, with nobody else. Yeah, you know when I drink alone, I prefer to be by myself. Multiple times, that he prefers he to be is, by himself when he, he drinks is, alone. He is the man of repetitive rock music, and I love it. Gotta love George Sarah. You do. Gotta, his songs are half this. He, I think, he only writes like a quarter songs. Gets drunk, forgets, and then just loops them. Because <laughs> that's basically what he. Uh, every one of his you songs. He drinks alone. Yeah. He, he forgets the rest of his life. Bad to the bone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so uh it's that time what's going on in the world of Oh, before we let let let's let's all right. Let's talk about AEW real quick because I don't want to just mention a couple things about Rest Hold Mania. From, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll just you know uh, <sighs> AEW this week not a bad lineup. They had, they had a, you know they're they're playing it fast and loose on AEW. Man, they there are. was like. Fourteen people there, you know. They're and pushing you know that what? Limit. They it, it's such a good thing though. Like after watching WrestleMania over the weekend, you need to have some kind of noise. Like just having like sick people on both sides of the ring really makes that show much more bearable. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it, it, like Mo puts it, it's like watching you know a, a gymnasium show. Yeah, you know, where well, there's like got, seven people in the audience. And yeah, and they're just like, hey, 
we're here to watch and, a wrestle. And they're and, still uh, treating it like it's a fucking main event show. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what I like. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so oh. they had they had uh, Lance Archer against some jobber where he he won squash and, match in like five seconds. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know, no Marco stunt this time. Yeah. Marco put up a fucking fight though last time. That's all I gotta say. Britt Baker in a, in a Hikaru Shida. Hikaru Shida in a surprisingly really It was good actually match. a good match. Probably the, one of the better women's matches I've seen in the division. I think yet. it was up there, you know what I mean? Like, really up there. Top three, at least. And Britt Baker bleeding all over the place oh. really helped that match. I, I do that. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. <laughs> she went nuts. Like, yeah. she was a, smiling all over. I'm like, that's a look for her. She <laughs> needs to do that. She's not bad. No. She, she, and she's getting better. She's got some really good, uh, like, like, Russian leg sweeps yeah. and... And what are they called? Like that, that like that, neck breakers, yeah, and, neck breakers yeah and like stuff. Yeah. she's got a style that she can work with and get better. And and Sheeta did well. Yeah, definitely. I and, think she she uh, won. She won, and it, rightfully so because she's the number one contender for the women's yep, now title. tenth week. Tenth week, you know. Right. Uh, don't know why you don't get a get a title match after that amount of time, but because uh, Nyla Rose isn't around yet, she's quarantining. Mm-hmm. So uh, once that's over with, yep, Kenny Omega and. Michael Nakazawa. Naka, Naka, Nakazawa. This match was a fun match, but I it, it really wasn't. You could tell it was a just match. a joke. It was just match. them just, just kind of having a good time, playing around against the, the best friends. Best friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, of course, the best friends won. Of course, of course. Know. Orange Cassidy's the man. He just exudes winningness, and he didn't even have to get involved, which he did, but he didn't have to, and it didn't affect the match. But it was still really nice, and they all got together and they hugged at the end. Is what what people want. Best friends. Yep, you had Lee Johnson. Don't know him. No idea. Another another squash. <laughs> but against the exalted one, oh, Brody, Brody Lee. Brody Lee, who honestly who, uh, hasn't really been impressing me much lately when he came in. I thought he was going to do better. What do you do? A power bomb and call it a day? Power bomb or, uh, or, or like a uh, the, the big, big boss man slam? Big boss man slam, big boot. It was done with. Yeah. His, his promos uh, imitating Vince McMahon are entertaining for the most part. But he needs to just stop the, it real soon. I don't know. The whole thing about him being part of the Dark Order just doesn't It doesn't seem, seem to work to, for me. Like, I'm not, yeah, it's not really playing out. I'm kind of hoping Evil Uno like, goes against him and then takes over the Dark Order. Because I like Evil Uno. He's that funny. Dude, he's fucking great. <laughs> and I can't see him playing second fiddle. To nobody. Well, that's the thing, it, and it's and it's funny because he like they don't really have that tag team of Evil Uno and what's his and name Stu Grayson and Stu Grayson, which what a dumb name, yeah. you know, for for somebody in a dark yeah. order. I think he used to be called <laughs> Uno Do- or uh, Evil Dose uh, at one Uno point. Uno Dose, yeah, Evil Dose or some shit. Evil Dose, yeah. Yeah. Player dose. They were player Uno. But like they, those two don't seem to really be associated yeah. with the whole Dark Order just thing. Kinda like, you go get them. They, they yeah. all just have to wear Uno's mask. Yeah, which is basically it. Yeah, <laughs> which that makes sense for the whole Brody Lee, at, you know, aspect. But the whole Dark Order thing, yeah. is just, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's weird. I'm not. I, I honestly, I thought you know it probably would have been more interesting if Matt Hardy came in and let him. Like how dumb it would have been, but it would have been so fucking funny just to see him going ape shit. Yep. And then <laughs> and then in the uh the the first quarterfinal match, oh, uh Sean, Sean Spears, Spears lost well, to, to Cody Rhodes. And then honestly, Cody Rhodes match. took some took some great bumps in this match. All the, the and the still somehow side, yeah. won. And Dude. honestly, you know, this this is a dynamite show. This ain't 
Same pay-per-view strength. Yeah, he dustied up people. This is what he did. Like, yo, yeah, he he went through a table. He got uh, put through the the, the uh, ringside gate, the area, ringside gate, the barrier thing on the ring. Which, by the way, Aubrey, you're not you're slacking, woman. You're slacking. Yeah. What what what's going on, Fucking Aubrey? You're letting shit go. Spears and Cody should have been disqualified at least a dozen times. Yeah, well, let each. him smack him with that belt. You know, fucking a, dude. But anyway, but Cody I, ends up picking up the yes, win, and I'd say a a B minus match. B minus is fair. You know, it, it could have been. It, it, honestly, Spears should have won with the count out after Cody goes through a table Word. over the top rope. Word should have been done. Done should have been done right there. Word. So that's my take. Yep. Best part of the whole night: Jericho announcing with uh, Tony Schiavone. <laughs> <With Shavani. Steve laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that. That shit was hilarious. Jericho Just needs to Jericho be Jericho going off and and, and Tony Schiavone <laughs> trying to keep it all together. It's Jericho just randomly <laughs> flip flamming, slam damming, say shit like and it's just random <laughs> shit. You ever been to you ever been to Japan? It's a shithole. <laughs> I have. It's horrible. <laughs> you see them? She got some educated feet. Gee, that's right. <laughs> These shoes make her feet more educated. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now oh. we take it to a serious note. Oh god, we talk about what was. I would have to say the worst WrestleMania in the history of WrestleMania. Uh, close. I, I I gotta go close. I can't say it was the worst. I think it. I think it's the worst. I think I could go back and watch 35 other WrestleManias, and every single one of them I will have a better time with. For the mo- all right, all right, okay. This is at least the, the... All right, if this is the worst, then yeah, okay. But only for, like, because... No, the match quality was garbage. It was garbage. The there was, what, two were... matches that were actually noteworthy? The... Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. Yes. And surprisingly, that's not a match. That's not a match. All right, a segment was ridiculous. Yeah, that's and honestly, and I hate to say it, Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens and, and Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins. Everything else was absolute garbage. It, it was uh, actually no, 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 I lied. Uh, the ladder match. The ladder match was should good. have been better though if it was tag teams involved. And the tag team match, the Street Profits versus, and... was okay. It was okay. Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. Okay. It, it could have been could, better. That, You're right. Could, if if Andrade didn't get, have to stay home and get fucking could have been on Raw. Could have been yeah. That oh wait, been they had it on Raw again the next yeah, night. Yeah, Never mind. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it was, it was, and it was better that night. <laughs> and it was better that night. <laughs> I was gonna say I didn't watch it, oh, it but better. it could have been better, better that night. night. It was better because you know they had a triple threat at that or a uh, six man at that point when Bianca Belair came out and Zelina Vega was wrestling too. And I do love me some Zelina Vega. I do. Yolanda Vega. <laughs> And uh, so let, let's talk about this Fiend and Cena segment here real quick. Was, uh, was weird. Was, um, was, 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 was not a match by any stretch of the term. Was, uh, let's say, uh, um, it was good cinematically. It I was loved, great. It was I actually, loved the story. It was, it was a ton of fun. The story, like, that they, they told was brilliant. And how they flipped it up, John Cena's fucking promo on himself at the end. How he was saying that this WrestleMania was going to be the one where we put an end to the most arrogant, self-serving, entitled, professional wrestler of this generation. And 
They no, did. It, that was great and probably my favorite part of wrestling. I thought they redeemed the fiend a little bit there from, uh, from the Goldberg uh, shit. Yeah. Only because I found we did find out why the fiend had lost to Goldberg, and originally he was supposed to win. But Goldberg put up a shit fit and said the kiddies don't want to see me lose to the fiend. And because he had creative control for his Saudi Arabia match, he won the Universal Championship. And essentially killed the fiend. Whether he wanted to or not, that's what he did. Yep. So, right, and then and then Goldberg had had a uh, uh, as 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 Marshall likes to put it, the thirty minute classic, the thirty minute classic bumping meat with, with Braun, Braun Strowman. Now, there was two types of matches throughout WrestleMania: the quick roll up pin, <laughs> and and the finisher, 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 kick out. Yep. Finisher, 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 kick out, doesn't kick out. <laughs> and this happened with both main event titles, technically. Yes. With, yeah, with both, you know, main, the Universal Championship and, and the Heavyweight Championship. And both times, it left me with a terrible taste in it my did. mouth. did. No matter how much I love Drew McIntyre winning the belt. I do. But the way they had him win it was horrible. Yeah. Absolutely garbage. Horrible. Like, and I, nobody favors. I must say, I, in a way, respect Brock Lesnar for what he's done in his career. But I've seen him actually... Do some great matches with Seth Rollins, with Daniel Bryan. Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. Fucking A. You know. He does better against smaller guys. And I just, this was terrible. Like, it was garbage from beginning to end. There wasn't, like, there was a suplex. There was a couple F5s. There was, like, multiple Claymores, and that was it. That was it. Totally And the build-up to this match was fucking more impressive than the match itself dude the promo that the, they had drew mcintyre do that with that fucking in scotland and he was like fucking running and carrying shit and it was great so good it's like yeah this is what i trained for and it lasted tra- longer I, than the match i trained for this but it, it lasted longer he, than you should have just showed him like all right like having like watermelons on poles and Word. just kicking them Word. you know just claymore just kicking claymore them and everything. you know yeah. that's it just claymore kicks just everything sheep. like yeah. just run up a claymore <laughs> sheep like a cow or some shit <laughs> run it running into a scotland <laughs> bar in the isle of sky <laughs> just bang kicking, kicking, kicking the first some old lady in the face <laughs> Cause that that would have been more practice. Claymore in a caber in a fucking goddamn kilt. That would have been the shit. And, and another match that we just gotta gotta touch on here oh, because once again it left a terrible taste in my mouth. Should have oh, been the best match of the been. entire show. Should have been. And instead was probably it was boring. It was. It Weird. wasn't a match. It was like watching a bad ECW show. It, it was literally like where it was basically Edge and Randy Orton running around the performance center. Trying to figure out what to hit each other with next. All, all essentially so they could get to a very, honestly, a tasteless spot in the middle of the gym where they hung Edge like Benoit hung himself. Oh, see, I really didn't. didn't it was literally that, the exact yeah. same way, bro. They, they, and they pointed it out numerous times. There was mad trouble. They weren't supposed to do it, but apparently somebody in the upper told them to do it. I'm like, <sighs> especially after they just got done doing that fucking dark side of the ring Benoit story. It's horrible. But anyway, the match was just—it was terrible. bad. It was terrible. bad, and, and I, I hope, love Edge yeah. and Orton. Both of those they could have put on a, like there wasn't. I don't. Yeah, and, and the match started off with what like two RKOs right out, like, no. right out the gate, and it should have been it. Should been it. They, they should have been like, hey, if they want, you know, let's keep this rivalry going by by him just being, being a, a cameraman, 
sneak into crazy RKOs and just count the pin. Yeah. Boom. Done. Done. And where the hell did that referee come from? Yeah, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. They, they had referee out of nowhere. Jumping up on top of the fucking trailer. Yeah, he was like up in. there. <laughs> I'm like, what? no camera cuts or anything there. No, not at all. <laughs> Editor. Fucking Jesus. Yeah. It was taped. You didn't get your shit in order. Fucking. <laughs> they could have made an exciting match. They, oh, yeah. Taped. And honestly, the way that they, you know. Oh, and then, then there was the Undertaker uh, yeah. buried alive or Boneyard match. Boneyard match. match. You know. That was okay. AJ. That was okay. Was but they, right. you know, if they were going to do the, this Falls Count Anywhere match, they could have done it and more realistic but cinematic. Right. They could have made it very, very but stylish. Way, rest in peace, AJ. And Styles. honestly, and right after that match, somehow, like, oh, oh. Somehow they 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 change up and Gronk oh. wins the twenty four seven title. There's like fifteen like jobbers out there. Where were these yeah. jobbers when they were running around Word. the back? What's up with social distancing? They had twenty jobbers chasing out fucking our truth and and not our truth. I mean, not uh, sorry, uh, Mojo, uh, Mojo, fucking Raleigh, and then his boy Gronk took his fucking belt, and then Titus O'Neil just happened to take over. Good job, Titus. He did very good. I love yeah. his, I love his reaction to the Cena Fiend match. Yeah. Uh, what did I just see? <laughs> that was it. Yep. And, and, and you know, how how do you not have Edge and Orton going everywhere and not run into Vince McMahon? Like, Word. Or the 27 right? title. The 24-7 <laughs> European. Like, yeah. The, the, they should have just had more stylish to it. And Word. I don't know. That's, I, I, think I they, just, my expectations were high and they were I, far below where I, I, I did. I did say it was going to be a clusterfuck. And it was. It was a clusterfuck. It was a 100% you know, clusterfuck. Oh, that's wrestling. That was wrestling. WrestleMania. You want? We're gonna get into a another man who wants to be alone, isolation. But he chose to be alone. He's telling people leave me fuck alone. Is uh, King of Pop, Michael Jackson. Before he was accused of touching all the kids, leave me alone. Actually, he's done.
Michael Jackson from the Bad Album and the Moonwalker movie. Leave me alone. Okay, Mike, we'll leave you alone. And on that note... I am President Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho. And I've traveled back in time from the future to address your stank and to let you know of a day in history. 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 It's empty. Oh, it's a good slurp, though. Good morning, my friends. Today is the Great Awakening. Good Friday. Not like that bad Friday no. that you all know about. This is the one that people get the day off for. That's right. I got the day off. <laughs> Me too. I had yesterday off too. Yep. And actually, now, if I'm still off on Monday, it is the longest I've ever been off since I was 18 years old. Word. That is a long time. It is what it is. Well. And it's snowing. It was, yes. As of 8.15 this morning. Mm. Now. Oh, I see it flurry. It's still doing it. It is. So, like I said, it's also Good Friday. Mm. Normally the beginning of a long weekend with family and friends. But this year, that is frowned upon. So in 1912, the Titanic set sail on her maiden voyage. From Southampton to New York. The Titanic had been described as the world's most luxurious floating hotel and was only five days out when she hit an iceberg and sank in the Atlantic with the loss of many lives. Yep. 1925. The Great Gatsby, a story set in Long Island's North Shore and New York City during the summer of 1922 by F. Scott Fitzgerald is published now often regarded as an example of great American novel. Mm. The Great Gatsby has become a standard text in high schools and university (laughs) courses on American literature in countries around the world. See, man, people should just not get in New York. You know, we got a theme going here. We do. (laughs) Let's break that theme. Let's do it. In 2011, legendary folk singer, and songwriter Bob Dylan, who had become the voice of anti-Vietnam movement. They couldn't understand him. They don't know what he was talking about. He could have been talking fucking... In the 1960s and 70s in America, played his first concert in the communist country of Vietnam. The 69-year-old musician held the concert in Ho Chi Minh City. Ho Chi Minh! Only about half of the seats at the venue were sold for the concert. This was largely attributed to the fact that nearly half of the population of Vietnam was under a 30-year-old and had no memories of the war with the United States. Well, that is, that's what happened that's today. That's what happened. And, uh, Have a great day and a happy Easter. Oh. Love to all. Love to all. That was a zane one this week. Yeah, yeah. Very good. No, we've got a couple other things real quick before we get done with this. Uh, 1953, House of Wax, the first color 3D movie premiered in New York. Yes, it certainly did. We got, uh, 1956, Philips broadcast the first Dutch color TV programs. 
did. Most certainly did. Let's see. Uh, oh, 1953. Eddie Fisher was discharged from the Army and arrived home to a check of $330,000 for record royalties for the 7 million records that were sold while he was enlisted. 1956, Nat King Cole was beaten up by a group of racial segregationists in Birmingham, Alabama. 1957. Wait, wait, what's the difference between a good old country boy and a racial segregist? I have no idea. So, they were good old country boys. Did they they have a theme to them? They were like, yep. (laughs) Unless they were wearing their hoods, I guess, you know. But uh, Ricky Nelson sang for the first time in 1957 on TV's Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. He performed the song, I'm Walking. And uh, 1958, Bobby Darren recorded Splish Splash. 61, Del Shannon performed on American Bandstand, his number one song, Runaway. And uh, let's see, hold on, we got one other thing here. 1991, this is one I'm going to read out here. Donnie Wahlberg of the New Kids on the Block agreed to tape public service announcements warning against doing drugs, driving drunk, and starting fires. The deal was in exchange for having arson charges against him reduced by a Louisville, Kentucky judge. And that is what was going on today in history. You want a couple birthdays? Harry Morgan from MASH played Colonel Potter, born in 1915. Sheb Woolley, the singer of the Purple People Leader, was born in 1921. John Madden, the, the, the football's greatest national, is in throwing football down the field, was born in 1936, yes he was. Ha ha ha, happy birthday to me. <laughs> Ken Griffey Sr. was born in 1950. Peter McNichol from Chicago Hope and Allie McBeal, but I know him better as Janos from Ghostbusters 2 and the boy who left home to find out about the shivers. He was born in 1954. And that's it. What do you got? A song. That's what I said. What do you got? Willie Nelson. <gasps> Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. I love me some Willie Nelson. From his early years. A song, of course, it was not his, because, you know, God forbid he write a song. Right. <laughs> so, uh, but here is his take of Hello Walls. Oh, Hello Balls. Hello Walls. How'd things go for you today? Don't you miss her? Since she up and walked away And I'll bet you dread to spend Another lonely night with me But lonely walls, I'll keep you company Hello, Wendy. Hello. Hello. Well, I see that you're still here. Aren't you lonely? Since our darling disappeared. Well, look here. Is that a teardrop in the corner of your pain? Now don't you try to tell me that it's rain She went away and left us all alone 
You saw in Dukes of Hazard when he played Uncle Jesse, all them jokes and shit that he was saying? That's him in real life. He wasn't playing a character. He was just being Willie. Just saying. Dude smoked more weed than I've ever seen anybody smoke in my life. I don't think he went without. He like he had one. As soon as he put one out, he pulled one out. Like, it was... That was it. Oh. So, uh... Hey, you dumb skulls. This is 40s, man. Letting you know that Molin's James podcast of Rambling Randomness can be found on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and wherever else you get your podcasts from. We interrupt this program for a special news bulletin. Hi, Zane. Hello. Well, businesses that are essential. I don't quite understand them. But restaurants, not essential. As of today, golf courses, not essential. Nope. But you know what is essential? Alcohol. (laughs) Damn fucking right it is. Yep. But no, don't just go to your local package store. Never understood that either. Package store is UPS. Yep. They sell alcohol UPS? No, I tried. <laughs> they don't like it. No, nope. <laughs> no. Nope. But with, with the ban on congregating in your local establishments... Your bars, your restaurants, your watering holes, your saloons, your speakeasies. Restaurants have to get creative. They do. So, where did this Hudson Valley 360 brought me this story? Uh, it's a good site. You know, on March 16th, Governor Green Goblin <laughs> he executed the order saying that uh. Local businesses would offer services while complying with the open container laws and ensuring that patrons were not underage. You know, because they were now selling beverages like road sodas. Word. Now, if you're from Flum, Florida. If you're from this, Flum, Flum, Florida? This is, this is not a new idea. No. 
They no, do no, no. this at Albertsons through the drive-thru. Yes, they have drive-thru. They'll give you cups of ice with it. Yes, Claremont, Florida, same way. Albertsons is a place in Florida. It's not. It's not no, a the town. The whole town, though, is the same way. Anywhere you go, you can get a fucking drive-through <laughs> or anything like that. It's it's the state of Florida. Yes. <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> Alcoholic beverages for off-premise consumption may be sold in any closed container of any size, like a peanut butter jar <laughs> or perhaps a jam jar. Preferably without the peanut butter and the jam in it. Perhaps a bottle of Clorox bleach. <laughs> That's the miracle solution, you know. <laughs> you know, because so they're thinking this. This would this would help out their businesses because hey, what goes better with a good thing of wings than some stale, soggy beer that you just put in a jug? What? There is nothing better. There's nothing better. Nothing better. You know. So they purchase their food, get their road soda. And then they're on their way. Now, businesses that violate the executive order regarding the on-premise services can face fines up to $10,000. The Crossroads Brewing Company, uh, which is down in Athens. Yes. Good food. I hear that's good beer. I Mm. don't know. I haven't tried it yet. But Ken Landon is offering curbside pickup at the brewery at the Athens location. Oh, wow. They follow the same protocols as if someone is coming in. He says, if it's someone we don't recognize trying to buy something underage, we would card them. No. They do this from six feet away. <laughs> they, 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 they get they out there. The ID. And, yeah, they, they get out their binoculars. You got to attach like, you a frisbee. Hey, hey, throw it to the car. We have to exercise the same protocols. We have to be safe. You have to make sure that folks coming in to buy alcohol have proper identification. Crosswords has consolidated their menu and reduced its hours to 4 to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, 1 to 7 on Saturdays, and the Catskill location is temporarily closed. Open a whole three hours a day, huh? That's right. Better catch them fast. Happy hour. That's right. Hours. (laughs) Happy hours. The takeout's been relatively steady, he says. The people of Athens need a place to go to pick stuff up, and carting hasn't really been an issue. Um, says Liam Singer, the owner of the Hilo and Avalon Lounge in Catskill. Uh, We've only done a couple deliveries so far, Singer said. It hasn't been an issue. The people who order uh, was a regular, and I already knew him. So if it was somebody I didn't know, we'd have carted them as we got there. So they're delivering alcohol to people in the village of Catskill. At the Avalon Lounge, business has primarily shifted to food service because here's where my thoughts came in. Why the hell am I going to get a drink from a bar that's going to upcharge me 6 $7 when I could just get a bottle at the store? For, like, exponentially and less. And I, I am going to need a couple of cases if I was drinking and stuck inside. Yeah, right. I'm not going to order one rum and me, Coke. Me and George Thurgood, <laughs> we're going to stay at upper, at upper <laughs> sides of the house, and we're going to drink alone. All day. All day. <laughs> and then pass out, piss myself, then wake up and do Throw it again. Up in a pile of vomit and fucking Yeah. So but the so the high low and the Avalon have shifted more to a food service. The alcohol sales have not been super high, the manager says. People might get a bottle or two um of something to go 
go along with dinner, maybe a bottle of wine or something like that. That makes sense. That makes sense, but that they're still makes up sense there. Oh, money. absolutely. But you know what? Got to support those local you businesses. You do, you do. They get charged a lot too, so I can't yeah. really. So High Low has been closed during the week, but has cocktail specials Friday and Saturday night. There are generally six options to choose from. Quart-sized beverages, Singer says. Most people don't have the necessary ingredients on hand to make something unique. It's true. This does make sense, it you know. Does. How are you going to make your Harvey Wallbanger without a Harvey? Or the Wallbanger. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's something people will still seek out. You know, they could also seek out a YouTube video. That's right. You know. <laughs> how to make a drink that makes you go blind. <laughs> American Glory Hole of Hudson. <laughs> and Tannersville. Have adjusted its business model due to holes. the pandemic. <laughs> You need a you need a glory hole on both sides of the river. That's right, you do. (laughs) The only way that works. (laughs) Uh, Their owner Joe, he said, "We're doing takeout service." He said, "We have a few remaining employees. We're running out of money, of course, and personally fund the shortfall. Desperately awaiting help from the SBA. I don't know what that is. Um, Small business association. Ah, the small business association, which." Our great president is going to just throw just, more money just at gonna, We're yeah. throwing money everywhere. He's not throwing it at the small business. He's throwing it at the large business. No, is... no. They're, t- they're talking about it like a $2 billion small business. Well, that's good if they actually get it. That's all I'm saying. If. Because they got to pay their employees, too. So. Joe converted his outdoor dining space at the restaurant into a pandemic-proof bubble using 10-ply plastic. Okay. Don't really know why Make that's sure there's mentioned. Air holes in there, though. Just saying. It's completely covered in plastic, he said. Our employees are wearing gloves. Every everything is paid for in advance with a credit card. Yeah. We have a full bar. Anyone who would like a cocktail can come and have a drink. Oh, so they have so they like, still have the bar open? Is that what they're saying? That's kind of what it sounds like. We have checking IDs, making sure that the beverages are. Sold, nope, sold in closed containers. Okay, all right. We seal it with a piece of tape. We tell people not to drink on the public streets. (laughs) Do not drink it in your car. Uh, Sorry. We do not give out straws. They know where we are, right? (laughs) Part of the new business model includes bulking up on quantity. American Glory is offering family meals for $29, which serve four people. Okay. Purchased brown gallon jugs to sell growlers and selling other alcoholic beverages such as sangria by the gallons. Sangria by the gallons. Alcoholic beverages are picked up, Joe says. Joe says. Adding that in the general pickup is preferred due to staffing limitations. Other guidelines from the state liquor authority include that the vehicle used for delivery services has to be from a third-party delivery service or a vehicle owned and operated or hired and operated by a licensed or its employee. A copy of a permit or license must be present in the car, so, like, they must have their their alcohol license with them. Gotcha. You know, or you could just have your neighbor run down to the store. (laughs) Their license. Get get you whatever you need. (laughs) Because, you know, if there's one thing that there's no shortage of, it's Jim Bean. And there's also no shortage of adults that will buy kids liquor. Just saying. <laughs> as long as yeah. it hasn't changed, and no. it, it's never changed. Sales of off-premise liquor beverages must coincide 
with what the business normally on premises hours or operating would be according to these guidelines. Huh. So good, good job thinking outside the box, local businesses. But I don't know. After studying this story for more than a minute, it just sounds like it's easier to go to the grocery store. Yeah. Or go to the liquor store, because yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it makes sense. Maybe. The only thing that really made sense to me was, you know, if I, I never drank wine, but, you know, maybe if I was getting a meal from somewhere, it's like, oh, hey, I'm ordering, I'm ordering food from this place. Why not get a, get a bottle of, you know, like a red wine or a white wine yeah, or, no, the bubbly, uh, bottle of the bubbly. Yeah. Chris Jericho. Do they serve the Chris Jericho bubbly? That'd be awesome. I would order it then. Like, give me a bottle of bubbly. Give me a bottle of bubbly. <laughs> and then they come and you know what they'll give you? Bottles, bottle a, a can of seltzer. Right. Which honestly, I'm not a seltzer fan, but that bubbly ain't that bad. No, it's not okay. terrible. I'm not, I'm not a seltzer fan. Neither am I, but uh, somebody brought me over one when I was working outside the other day, and I was like, no, oh, this isn't this isn't terrible. Not bad, huh? Yep. Oh. All right. And in our Florida news. Oh, Florida let's, news. Let's, let's get to some good news. Let's yeah. get to some good Florida news here. So, <laughs> the headline reads, this is from the Sun Sentinel. South Florida. Bizarre rash of corn-filled Easter eggs. Easter eggs left in mailboxes lead to a Florida woman's arrest. <laughs> it was a woman, too. This is the best part. All right, hold on. Yep. A weird case of porn-stuffed plastic eggs being left in Northeast Florida resident mailboxes has led to the arrest of a 42-year-old woman. <laughs> the Flagler County Sheriff's Office says that April Castoni, April Castoni okay. of the Palm Coast, was taken into custody on Wednesday night. Castoni was arrested after multiple calls were made to authorities Wednesday night regarding a female placing plastic eggs in mailboxes on Hernandez Avenue. Hernandez in Palm Coast. Officers patrolling the area saw the car that matched the description of the woman's vehicle and stopped it. Oh, come on. Why, why are you doing there, that to me? There's... There we go. Castomi admitted to putting the eggs in the mailbox, but said she was educating people, the sheriff said. Sex education. There was a bag filled with pornographic material inside the vehicle, <gasps> and she told deputies that she was dis distributing over 400 pamphlets in the past few days throughout Flagner County, said a Facebook post from the sheriff's office announcing the arrest. According to the Palm Coast Observer, which cited an arrest report, uh, Castoni made several incoherent statements and ranted about the church and local clergy. The calls about the mailbox eggs started coming in to dispatchers a few days earlier on a Sunday when residents began discovering strange mail deliveries. <laughs> Our team did a great job in tracking this deranged offender down and taking her into custody. The eggs contain not only pornographic images, but also non-threatening references to local churches and county buildings and other miscellaneous items. It's certainly a freakish thing to happen to a new homeowner, but given the COVID-19 pandemic, there were also concerns from the sheriff that the stunt could have been a public health hazard. Thankfully, she did not appear to be sick with the COVID-19 symptoms, right. but she is definitely sick in the head. That's right. She is definitely down with the sickness. 
Kasomi faces a number of charges, including 11 counts of disturbing, uh, obscene, uh, distri- distributing, distributing obscene materials. Deputies say that she was also driving without a valid license. <laughs> That's what she got her. She was booked into a local jail and will be held on $7,000 bond. Oh, Florida. Well, yeah. Florida, Florida, Florida. You, know, you could you could rationalize, you could think, you could uh, try to philosophicalize the reasons, but honestly... She was just trying to educate you. She was. The sex education these days, people ain't getting it. You know? Anyway, on that note, here's a man who's very, very lonely. Akon. Lonely, I'm Mr. Lonely. I have nobody for my own. I'm so lonely, I'm Mr. Lonely. Yo, this one here goes out to all my players out there, man, you know, that got that one good girl, dog, that's always been there, man, like, took all the bullshit, but then one day she can't take it no more and decide to leave, yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night and I noticed my girl wasn't by my side, could have sworn I was dreaming, for her I was fiending, so I had to take a little ride. Backtracking on these few years Trying to figure out what I do to make it go bad Cause ever since my girl left me My whole life came crashing And I'm so, so lonely Mr. Lonely I have nobody You walk right out of my life After all I put you through You still stuck around and stayed by my side What really hurt me is I broke your heart Baby, you were good girl and I had no right I really wanna make things right Cause without you in my life, girl I'm so, so lonely Mr. Lonely I have nobody Things that you've been through Never thought the day would come Where you would get up and run And I would be out chasing you Cause ain't nowhere in the globe I'd rather be Ain't no one in the globe I'd rather see Than the girl of my dreams that made me be So happy but now so lonely So lonely Mr. Lonely I have
Hey, you whippoorwills, go to the YouTube channel and like and share and subscribe. Website www.digitalzoneinc.com. On social media, Zent and Mullen Zane Podcast of Rambling Randomness. On Twitter, Digital Zone Inc. And I'll be on once a month. I'm 40s Man Kid, and I got a scram. Oh, thank you, 40s Man. That was Akon Lonely. Lonely. That's such a good song. It is. I haven't heard that track in a minute. Word. And, uh, we ain't got nothing to talk about here real quick. Got a couple little random facts for some people. Just a couple, not many. You gonna learn today. 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 Yeah, you gonna learn today. Did you know, Steady Ed. Hedrick invented the Frisbee in the 1950s. I didn't know who Steady Ed Hedrick is. Yeah. Then he went on to invent the sport of disc golf in the 70s. He lived for Frisbee. His wife said the inventor of the classic American toy. When he died in 2002, his final wish was to have his ashes turned into what else but a Frisbee. His son said it was his father's dream that they play with him after death and that he might even accidentally (laughs) end up on someone's roof. (laughs) That is great. Do you know there's a bridge exclusively for squirrels? That's right. To provide safe passage to squirrels attempting to cross the N44 motorway, Netherlands officials built a rodent-only bridge. While it may have been a kind-hearted gesture, gesture, it might not have been the most economically sensible one costing 125,000 lira. Over a two-year span, the bridge was used by just five squirrels. In 2014, three squirrels, and in 2015, two squirrels were spotted on the bridge, the government said in a statement. They weren't jumping, were they? I don't were know. they jumpers? <laughs> they're jumpers. These squirrels are like, I've had enough! <laughs> Why didn't they just put a power line across? That's, that's what I wanted. <laughs> hey, they'd go right across that yeah. shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, everybody knows subway footlongs aren't a footlong. They're not? No. They are actually, let's see, with regards to the size of the bread. Well, that's that's what I'm going on is the size of the bread. Uh, Subway Footlong is registering a descriptive name for the sub sold in Subway restaurants and not intended to be a measurement of length. So it doesn't say exactly how long. I'm assuming they vary. Yeah, you know. So, but they gotta be close. They, like, they honestly, I, I, I eat me a, a a Subway sandwich from time to time, and I, you know. They're at least. I'm still, not measuring they're, they're it when I'm. At least 10 inches. At least, you, you know. know I like to, I like to give a little play to my foot long too. Word, you know, you know I, I give it a little bit extra. I gotta, you know, gotta, I gotta it call it a little extra. You know, if it's if it's ten, I'll give it twelve. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> uh, what was it? Uh, 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 yeah. Um, one hundred and twenty or twelve in one or one hundred and twenty-one in three divorce filings include the word Facebook. <laughs> That was the case in 2011, according to the American Academy of Matrimonial Lawyers. Though that number has likely risen since, we've had instances where they pull up Facebook in the course of a deposition. Divorce lawyer Marion Rosen told ABC News, Once it's out there for the world, it's very difficult to erase from the past. There are going to be trails that can be followed. And for one info about riven relationships, see the 20 secrets your divorce lawyers won't tell you. That's a a fact. So apparently, there's 121 in three divorces. Or one, 
What is it? No. Oh, one in three divorces. I'm reading the number. <laughs> one in three divorce filings include the word Facebook. That's that's that that's that fact. So that's some random facts. Mon frere. I don't have it actually plugged in though. No, I realize, but I can but... tell you it's funny. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, so uh, let's get into your last song. All right, let's do this. Like Buddhas, Judas. Oh, here's here's my favorite. My favorite pick of them all today. What do we got? Oh, I gotta go back to my list. There it is. And it is the police. <gasps> they knew way back when oh, God. of how to properly deal with this. And the CDC went ahead and used the police as their guidelines. <laughs> this is Don't Stand So Close to Me. <laughs> Young teacher, the subject of schoolgirl fantasy. She wants him so badly, knows what she wants to be. Inside her, there's longing. This girl's an open page. Bookmarking, she's so close now. This girl is half his age.
police. The po-po. Stinging them other two niggas. <laughs> Don't stand so close to me. Oh, it's a good tune, though. I love it that is. tune. Yeah, it's a good song. So So, uh. I got a 10 list for you. You do? Yeah. <gasps> a 10 list. Let's do it's a been a while. List. It has been. A 10 list. Let's do this. These are the top 10 movies about plagues, pestilence, and deadly disease. Oh, man. From Listverse. Number 10. A classic Omega Man. I don't know the classic Omega Man. No. Charleston Heston. I feel like I think I have I, seen I, it. I, I think I've seen it. It was one of the movies I think my old man used to watch back in the day. Charlton Heston is the last man on earth, pretty much. Oh, Omega Man, you know what this is? This is basically, um... Oh, 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 um, 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 uh, the, the Will Smith movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I Am Legend. I Am Legend, yeah, this is yeah. basically the, the, uh, first I Am Legend yes. movie made. Based off uh, the book, off, yes. Based off the book. This is actually more true to, to, the, to the, to the, to the book than yes, I Am yes. Legend was. That's why I had to think about that. With its same namesake. I have seen it numerous yep. times, actually, now that I remember. Yep, one of the few survivors of a global pandemic caused by biological warfare, a lone researcher, Mr. Heston, injects himself with a vaccine of his own design, which seems to work. However, the solitude of being the only survivor starts to drive Heston a bit mad, and he spends most of the time barricaded inside of his apartment, which is stacked high with, what else, guns. Word. <laughs> I, I believe this is a prequel to Planet of the Apes. <laughs> However, when he is captured by these virus-infected mutants, who he calls the family, instead of attacking him, they put him on trial, yep. or at least a mock trial. That's right. Now he gets. Now it is getting a little surreal. The family is run by a head mutant, a former TV anger man, played by Anthony Zerb, who has uh, distributed Manson vibes about him, disturbing Manson vibes. Disturbing about Manson vibes. Yes. There's a lot of other weird stuff too, including a lot of uh, spear throwing, unnecessarily. <laughs> unnecessarily, <laughs> <we> seem <laughs> given the abundance of weaponry that Heston has available. Oh, and there's a crucifixion. That's right, there is, isn't there? Most disturbing, however, is the amount of time that Charleston Heston spends shirtless for no good reason. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine is blindness. This is a good one. This is based off of a book. Mark, One of Mark Ruffalo's best films, okay. honestly. I don't Both, think I've seen it. Oh, this is good. This is a good one. Mark Ruffalo is a doctor who treats a man that has gone suddenly blind. The following day, Ruffalo, too, is blind. And he, uh, and he realizes that the blindness must have been caused by some kind of... Um, some kind of spread. Some okay. disease. So the, the, the virus spreads, it, causing it the whole city... Become sightless <laughs> overnight. You know, Mom told you if you keep playing with that thing, you're gonna go you're blind. Gonna go blind or you're gonna get hair in your palms. One of the two. Except for Ruffalo's wife, played by Julianne Moore, who retains her sight and in order, in order to be able to stay with her husband. However, she pretends that she's blind too. Aww. Blindness is a film about what happens when we become completely dependent upon the kindness of strangers, and about how a thin the the veneer of of decay of decadency can be when it's every man for himself. Did, did she like walk around like hitting walls and shit like just to make it look like she was actually blind? No, no. She actually has sex with uh, somebody else too while her husband's right there and she doesn't know it. What? <laughs> she doesn't, or, or, or he doesn't know it. He can hear it, but right, but you know. or or maybe it's the other way around. I think that she has sex with some woman 
and she's like right there, like watching. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He's a dickhead. <laughs> Classic number eight, Outbreak. Good movie. You know, ninety five. The Mutaba virus. Yeah. Ebola like virus in Zaire, and it was immediate success. Partly was due to the performance of an all star cast, and partly because of the time of its release, Ebola was breaking out in all places like Zaire. Yes. The virus is spread through a series of unfortunate, not to say unlikely events, which uh, include a military cover up, a smuggled monkey, and a release into the wild. Oh, and don't forget about the broken vial of blood, which released the virus as effectively as Pandora and her box. <laughs> Pandora's box, man. She needs to keep her legs closed. Number seven, I Am Legend. Basically, how are they going to put that Omega on there Man when it was Omega Man? <laughs> they already mentioned the better movie, so we're we're just gonna we're gonna skip over that. Yeah, one. word. The Andromeda Strain. That was this a, was a movie. Yes, yes, it was actually really good. The Andromeda Strain is based on the novel Michael Crichton, who was a doctor before he was a writer, so presumably knew a thing or two about viruses. <laughs> he also knew some things about some dinosaurs. When a satellite returns to Earth, it brings with it a microorganism that causes the blood to clot in the veins. Those people who don't die instantly are driven to kill themselves. Yes. I've never seen this. I might have to watch this one. Take a look at it. Yeah. It's actually a decent movie. It looks pretty decent. I, I like a good... I mean, it's not like, you know, great, but it's a good movie. So it de definitely keeps your interest. Number five is Contagion. I can't say I've heard of this one either. I have heard of it, but I've never watched it. So... This one's a bit scary. I'm not a big fan of scary movies, mm. actually, but this seems like there's no ghosts or stupid-ass demons and a lot of killing involved, so. Right. Uh, Contagion is a movie about how virus spread. I wonder if it has anything to do with Six Feet Apart. <laughs> I wonder. I don't know. The film has been praised by scientists for its accurate portrayal of the difficulties of dealing with pandemics. An all-star cast may help to help distract you from the impending breakdown of society. Well, that will always help. You know, a pretty face will do a lot. You know, they put Katie Coco in and they'll be like, yeah, uh, yeah, best this ain't that bad. Speaking of that, I gotta keep up on uh, Harley Quinn. The film has everything from politicians trying to downplay its seriousness. Hmm, hmm sounds familiar. To uh, to charlatans trying to make a quick buck selling homeopathic cures. Also sounds mm. familiar. <laughs> or heroic scientists who are working around the clock to try to develop a vaccine. Hmm. Mm. Well, I must say, uh, that that guy who's at the White House answering all the questions, mm. Anthony Fauci. Mm. That's all he does. He yes. just he, he just does interview to interview. Like, how does he know anything new and updated when all he's doing is interviews? Good question. I, I don't know how <laughs> you're working on working on research when all you're doing is interviews from the White House. That is a very very good question. <laughs> Number four, twenty eight days later. Now, wasn't that really more about like zombies or vampirish zombies? Oh wait, no, no, no. I'm th th I'm thinking of uh something else. Uh, yeah, no. This this one was actually good. When the dude wakes up from a four week coma, the oh, world's in a different place. Yeah, he walks around the streets of a deserted London, and what the hell happened? And looking for signs of life. 
Turns out that an animal rights group had accidentally released a chimpanzee with a highly contagious virus, mm -hmm. which caused extreme rage and loss of control. And in those 28 days where he was sleeping, um, the world went pretty batty. Yeah. I've never heard of this one either. Train to Busan? Busan? Never heard of it. Looks like a zombie movie. It does look like a zombie movie. If you want a virus outbreak film that doesn't take itself too seriously, you could go for Train to Busan, a South Korean action horror film. It broke records in Korea for audience size. What was the name of that zombie movie that where they didn't know they were zombies? Remember that one? No. They were like, everybody else saw them as zombies, but they had no idea that they were zombies and shit, and it was like, from their perspective, shit was funny as hell. I gotta look it up. I have to bring it up. Sorry, go ahead. Look it up. I'm gonna. Right now. <laughs> Imagine that you're on a busy train, a woman boards last minute, looking pretty ill. Train is barely pulled out of the station before the woman mutates into a zombie figure who then attacks a guard who then also mutates. Not only that, but Whistle trying whist into whist trying to quarantine the infected passengers in a one railway car, the train passes burning buildings and other mutant zombies, so there's no point trying to get off. What do you do next? Train to Busan is described as the best zombie film ever. Really? And did wonders for the popularity of South Korean cinema. Oh, that doesn't sound bad either. Yeah. Those sound pretty good. Number ah, two. Zombies, sorry. What? The movie was called Ah, Zombies. Ah, Zombies? Yeah. Like A-W-W? A-A-A-A-A-H. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's actually really funny. Number two is yeah. Twelve Monkeys. Okay. Great film. That was Great a very good film. Note. Wasn't that the 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 one with um Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt yeah. and 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 Bruce Willis? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, the one. that shit is that shit's phenomenal. Yeah. And number one, Death in Venice, nineteen seventy one. Death in Venice. Yep. Never heard of this one either. Me neither. Let's watch the uh. Let's the watch trailer. the trailer. I'm sick of talking. Thomas Mann. Lucino Visconti. Thank you. I wasn't pronouncing that one. <laughs> Two great artists of the 20th century. Thomas Mann, the writer. Lucchino Visconti, the filmmaker. Two artists combined. Voltron. To tell the story of an artist. A film by Thomas Mann's Death in Venice. Winner of the Cannes 25th anniversary. Dirk Bogard is Aschenbach, the artist at the climax of his career. Composer, conductor, maker of great music. Suddenly alone. <laughs> we once had one of those in my father's house. The aperture through which the sound runs is so tiny that first it seems as if the level in the upper glass never changed. To our eyes, it appears that the sound runs out only to the end. And until it does, it's not worth thinking about. Mm. This trail is last long. moment. We're only a minute into it. And there's like three minutes left. <laughs> Aschenbach, the artist at the crisis of his life. Yay! Who's in there? 
People booing him? Yeah, they're booing him. That is bullshit. How do they know? What do they know from music? The abstraction of the senses. Right. It's all gone. Nothing remains. Nothing. 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 Your music is still born. Suddenly alone. Still born. Alone in the magical city they say is doomed to sink back into the sea from which, like Venus, it rose. Aschenbach, the artist at the crisis of his life, here faces the images of beauty and mortality. Ooh. He's a freaking character. Why are they disinfecting Venice? Just from this scene alone, I gotta watch it now. Don't delay. Please, I beg you. Take that sill and your daughters. I implore you. Please. Venice is gripped by pestilence. The appreciation of this major addition to those few films which join the canon of great art has been expressed by select audiences and critics in England and throughout the continent with the repeated use of one word, masterpiece. Masterpiece. See, it says it right there, so it's got to be a masterpiece. Tells you again who Bunchy the film is. Well, I didn't really get a damn thing out of that. No, starring Dirk Holgard and introducing Bjorn Anderson. That's a dude. His name is Bjorn. Look at him. Oh, it's one of them movies. It's Brokeback Mountain, but in Venice. I don't know. I don't know about that Me one. Me neither. But that's number one, according to uh, really to list verse. So you know, if you want to watch some movies about some plague, some pestilence. I, th- I think just because they mention the word disease. pestilence in there doesn't make the movie about pestilence. Then again, I could be wrong. I don't exactly know the exact definition of the word pestilence. I should, but I don't. One of the four horsemen. That's what I right know. Right next to Arn Anderson. That's Rick right. Flair. <laughs> Tully Blanchard, right? Yeah. It was Rick Flair, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, and Pestilence, right? Yep, yep. <laughs> oh, and on that note, is there anything you want to tell these people before we get out of here? Oh, happy Easter, everybody. Word hippity hop day. You know. Zombie Jesus is coming. Somebody tell the rabbit to hide the eggs. Just don't put pornographic images in them. And That'll get do, you arrested. And if you do, send them to our house. I'll, give you <laughs> send send them to my house. I'll put the link on the website. You set it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Give a shout out to all those good people out there. That's right. You know who you are. Every one of you. I wrote them down last week. Yeah. I'm going to... Uh, oh, wait. Did I write down the Twitter followers? I think I might have. Hold on a second here. Did you? Yeah, I think I wrote down some Twitter followers this week. Hold on. Let me, let me get into my thing here. Desktop. That's the one. Today's show. Oh. Well, thank out. Bearded Nick. Justin Bearded Beneath Nick. the Fallen. Frank Beneath the Fallen. So Russ Beneath the Phone. Honest Eli. Everyone. Dog Walking Liz. Dog Walking Liz. Kimberly McGrath. Word. Lisa Coulter. Brute yeah. Lions. Hell yeah. Chelsea Sogley. Chelsea Dope Bar. Dope Bar. And Nice. <laughs> Bitcoin Nick. Oh. Elizabetta. All of Mole's family. Yes. Lady Verse. Michael Herman. Mr. Delicious himself. And no, I didn't write him down. Shit. Mad Mike Colvin. I'll do 10 next week. 
Nikki Sombrero. Nikki Sombrero. Comic book Devon. And the manest scout of them all, Jake Manning. Don't forget, Victoria Levy. Shit, and Victoria Levy. Second time. It's all right. I didn't write it down. She's staring us in the back. I had to mention it. it down. No, I had to mention it, though, because she's staring at us. She's right there. (laughs) She's right there. She's them eyes. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys again. Uh, We'll see you next week. What is it about next week? It's on you. Oh, it's on me. You know what? We're going to bring it back. We're going to go. You know what? I don't know. I didn't want to do it now because it sounded stupid. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna say more cartoon themes, but that's uh, something. I'll decide and I'll post it up on the Facebook page. We'll see you guys next week. Have a wonderful day. Have a have a wonderful day. And uh, here's to tribute to the coronavirus. This is Berlin, Berlin, take my breath away. Oh.